This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, September 4, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. The White House now projects the 10-year budget deficit to be $9 trillion. That's $2 trillion more than previously thought. So just how big is $9 trillion? And what does paying that debt back, paying the interest back, mean for the U.S. economy long term? Jim Dorn, Vice President for Academic Affairs at the Cato Institute, comments. Paul Krugman argues uh, that $9 trillion really isn't all that much money, necessarily. He says that the uh, sh- debt as a share of GDP will be substantially less than it was at the end of World War II. It will also be substantially less than, say, debt in several European countries back in the mid to late 1990s. Now, uh, a lot of people who defended uh, Ronald Reagan's policies during the 1980s used a, a similar argument. They said that, look, we may have run up all, the, all this debt, but our ability to pay it back has increased at a faster clip. Well, we're actually growing a lot slower now than we used to grow. And that's what, uh, you know, our ability to pay back depends upon our growth rate to, to a large extent. Nine trillion, in most people's minds, is a lot of money. And in fact, it's, a, it's about 40% of GDP right now. And it's, well, excuse me, our, our debt right now is about uh, uh, 40% of GDP. Uh, in, in a decade from now, it's going to be close to 70% basically because we're adding another $9 trillion worth of debt in the next decade. Uh, that estimate, by the way, $9 trillion is about $2 trillion more than was estimated about a year ago. Uh, and I think it's probably an underestimate because of the assumptions uh, that the CBO makes, uh, for example, that government spending will increase over the next decade by about the rate of inflation, and they expect the rate of inflation to be about 2% per year. Uh, I think that could well be an underestimate. Also, they expect the uh, basically the recovery to be a kind of a V-shaped or U-shaped recovery rather than a W-shaped recovery. Uh, if we get back into another recession, which is highly probable, uh, and if interest rates go up, uh, which is highly probable, especially if China and other countries don't want to buy as much of our debt, and if inflation increases, interest rates will go up. Uh, then the uh, debt could grow uh, much more than just uh, you know t- uh, by nine trillion. It could grow uh, you know ten trillion or more. In fact, the CBO uh, has typically made huge forecast errors on the size of the deficits and the size of the debt. Uh, so I I I I disagree thoroughly with the Krugman on that issue. The other thing that probably ought to be mentioned is that. When you talk about debt as a share of GDP, you are almost explicitly talking about the ability to pay the debt down. How much of the federal budget uh, down the road will be free and available for paying down uh, this debt? Well, uh, you got to remember, too, some people say, well, uh, China and Japan and other countries help finance this debt, uh, which is true. But in the long run, the U.S. taxpayer has to pay the debt back. And the taxpayer's ability to pay that debt back will depend upon the wealth that's been created in the meantime. And uh, you've got a lot of uh, leverage here. Uh, if interest rates go up by uh, uh, one or two percentage points uh, and the debt uh, goes up even more, and if the growth rate falls as a result of crowding out of private investment due to the higher deficits, uh, then let's say the U.S. growth rate just goes down by one percentage point. Uh, that'll mean that future wealth in the United States will be substantially lower than it otherwise would have been. In other words, a small change 
in the growth rate can lead to a dramatic change in the wealth per capita in the future. On top of that, you've got uh, probably about $100 trillion worth of implicit debt in Social Security and Medicare in present value terms. These are promised benefits. Well, these are. Th- this is the difference between uh, the revenues that we expect to take in in the indefinite future and the benefits that we're going to be promised to be paid out in present value terms. Uh, that means we need $100 trillion now invested at the going uh, long-term interest rate to pay off all these promised benefits indefinitely over and above, over and above taxes collected. So the question is on all this, uh, there's only four ways. To, if, if you're spending more than you're taking in, there's only four ways to close that gap. You can either reduce the spending growth rate, you can increase taxes, you can borrow from the public, which includes foreigners, or you can borrow from the Federal Reserve, the central bank, uh, and that means printing money. Those are the only four ways to do it. Uh, And the danger is, is that the Fed is now monetizing part of the United States debt. They're actually buying long-term government securities. Uh, They haven't done that in quite a while. Uh, If they continue to do that, Uh, that will increase inflationary expectations. And that will also weaken the value of the dollar in international markets. And that means foreigners will be less willing to hold our debt, which means higher interest rates for U.S. taxpayers. Uh, And this is a highly probable uh, scenario that this this will occur. Bastiat said that um, after the government is done draining the present by higher taxes to pay for deficits, uh, they drain the future by borrowing. And that's exactly what's happening. And Krugman should address this. Uh, we're imposing a huge burden on our children and grandchildren uh, because of the excessive government spending. The real measure of what's going on now is the size of government spending. And uh, spending increased this year by f- almost 50%, domestic discretionary spending. And, of course, that was due to the stimulus bill, uh, but also to many other programs that were, were implemented. On top of that, we're talking about a trillion-dollar Obama health care plan uh, that he says will be self-financing, but uh, that's what they thought about uh, uh, Medicare and Medicaid, uh, and, and Medicare is already running a, uh, a deficit. Uh, so it's, uh, we're faced with the baby boomers retiring, we're faced with uh, massive increases, therefore, in spending uh, on Social Security and, and Medicare, and uh, where's the government going to get the money? Uh, that's a big question. You know, they're spending other people's money. There's no free lunch. Who's going to pay for it? Uh, and so far, uh, politicians haven't been very uh, upfront about talking about that. Jim Dorn is vice president for academic affairs at the Cato Institute and editor of Cato Journal. You can subscribe to Cato Journal at Cato.org.